know what I mean? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of College Football Uncensored, brought to you by Saturday Down South in Texas Pete. I'm your host, Tyler Huck, and with me, as always, my co-host, my partner in crime. Yeah. My man who's giving up Twitter for Lent, but basically not every single day. Some days we do we do be on that thing, you know. Okay, I was there on Saturday. I told you I was giving it up except for, for work shit. And there were some fire-ass memes that I made on Saturday that I retweeted from the STS account. And by the way, like, listen, I'm not in favor of any sort of indentured servitude at all. But it okay. feels amazing to know. That's a hot take. That I fucking own Brandon Walker. Oh, okay. So I saw a little bit of back and forth here. Okay, but for, bitch, for, for those who didn't, uh, let's get into this real quick. Yeah, we're, we're going to get into a lot of hot takes. We're going to talk a little Brandon Miller stuff. People are going to hate it. Oh, God. Um, we're staying away from this. We are staying away from it. I was, I'm, I'm just going to address like one small part of it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Why we're not addressing it, basically. Um, right. uh, what's up, Ben Diesel? Um, also, welcome in. I think you everybody. It's a big week, dude. It's like a big week. I'm like, we're we're st- like the ball is rolling right now to where it's like we're people again. Tomorrow's March first. Okay. No. What? Is it a leap year? God. Fuck. I gotta stop getting paid early. Um. <laughs> so tomorrow, <laughs> Wednesday is March first. That's like Bama Auburn basketball. You the last week of, of college basketball for like the, the the men's league at least like for like regular season, then you got at, at the start of this weekend. So think about this: starting on Thursday, you have on field work at the combine. Then you have, um, yes, and, and Ben Diesel. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do the most likable college football personalities, and like or like our favorite people in media. But I and I've been wanting to do it for a while. But I feel I feel like it was going to be too much just because of the Brandon Walker shit. He, he's probably watching right now. He's, he admittedly said he was keeping tabs on me. Like, keeping tabs. Oh, you got a whole ass family. You got a whole ass family at home, and all you want to do is lose arguments to me on Twitter. Like, what's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> um. Anyway, so but we have spring training has started. We have uh, spring practice has started. We have college basketball conference tournament starting next week. The fucking combine is this week. Like, we are fucking back, guys. We are so back. This will lead us into baseball season. Well, college baseball season's here, obviously. But then yeah. also MLB starts in about a month. I mean, things are rolling. I'm fired up, man. It makes me so happy. <clears throat> um, All right. You can get into the Brandon Walker thing. We, let's, I don't know if we should start with it, but it's like we can. If you, I mean, it's up to you. You run the show. <laughs> All right, so there's a couple of things we want to discuss tonight. Um, one of them being, uh, there's a couple Brandons on our mind. Mm-hmm. We want to go with the more serious one or the the non serious one first. Oh, they're both serious, um, I guess. They're not both serious. <laughs> I mean, like, like, so let's start with the Brandon Miller thing, and okay. and this is what I would like to say about it is I do have a lot of opinions on it. I have a lot of thoughts on it. I've done a lot of research on it. I tried to stay away from it the day it first came out. Um, haven't really voiced a lot of opinions on, on what has happened. Um, and we're not going to on the show. We're just not going to. I could, and we could. And, and, I, and I will tell you this flat out. I think, um, oh, I do love that question from Nick Holton or Holcomb. We got to answer that too. Um, and also, yeah, like we're just like not short on content, but like throwing some questions. Um, 
during the chat, and we'll answer them here later. Oh, and by the way, stick around for the end. We have two uncensored moments of the week, including a BYU sex scandal. Ooh. It's gross. It's real gross. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, so back to what we're talking about. Um, the Brandon Miller thing. I think he should have been suspended. I think he should have had some time off the court. I do think that if you do that, it's an admission or at least an assigning of guilt. And I can understand maybe why, if that was the case, they didn't want to do that. My opinion is he should have been um, uh, suspended to some extent and they should have addressed it from the beginning to the rest of the country to avoid any kind of this. My other opinion on this has nothing to do with Brandon Miller. It has everything to do with the fact that Nate Oates has handled this and, and the administration has handled this entire thing worse and worse by the day. And I understand there's a court of public opinion. I understand how, that people are, are outraged and all this other stuff. But what I'm not going to get into and what I'm not going to feed into because of the way social media reacted to this whole thing is arguing with people who already have their, their opinions developed. And that's fine. We're all entitled to our own opinions. And I'm not saying anyone is right or wrong or anything like that. I will say this entire thing has really shown me an insight into stereotypes and an insight into like what people are going to like, I like, I, I feel like if, if I gave an opinion, no matter what it is, no matter what side it's on, um, if I gave an opinion on here or if you did, like people already have their minds made up about what they think happened or should have happened or his, you know, his guilt level or why did I just leave? What happened? <laughs> Cool, man. Just a serious conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trying to put it on you only while you were going on your. Oh, that's that's cool. Um, I think I think it's like a very serious thing that happened. I think it's a horrible, horrible thing that happened because a young woman lost her life and she had a um, five year old kid and somebody grew up in a single mother household. I like that part is devastating for me. Um, I, that part was like really triggering for me. I think if you do your due diligence and you research all the ins and outs of the case, um. I think it's hard to really sit here and say that the like the 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 crucifying of this kid's character is necessarily fair. That's all I'll say about it. A um, lot of a lot of internet legal lawyers and legal experts that I've seen over the past couple of weeks, and that's fine. Again, you're, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But what I think is dangerous in a thing like this is what, what. Well, okay, here's what's dangerous, and here's what bothers me most. What's dangerous is this is a kid's life um, and having your mind made up already about who he is and, and whether you, I feel like if people want to admit it or not, like part of it is the fact that it's like, well, he plays at Bama. He's a basketball player. We know like, like, like Clay Travis out here talking about fucking Kyle Rittenhouse and comparing it to that. And, and like, and then, and here's the, here's the dangerous part. The stuff that people are saying without actually doing any sort of research is like kind of fucking terrifying. Like Clay Travis posted something the other day, Clay Travis, who, who's made his career in media posted something the other day. And he was like, you know, um, like Brandon Walker's gun was used in a murder of a Brandon woman. Miller, of yeah. Brandon, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's switch the narrative. Um, Brandon Miller's gun was used to murder a, a, a single mother Blah, blah, blah. And this is on Thursday morning. This, this article came out from outkick.com. And he says, and now his stock is soaring. Now it is. Now it is for the NBA draft. So-and-so reveals why he hasn't been suspended, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, 
Brandon Miller doesn't own a gun. Brandon Miller doesn't, he doesn't own a gun. That gun wasn't his. It was actually registered to a person. It was registered to the person that's in jail right now. So it's like that kind of shit. I just, I, I'm not going to engage in that kind of stuff because it's like, I feel like it's so fruitless and I feel like it's, it's just people are so round. I mean, I've read our fucking comments in the SDS like Facebook page, not the pod page, but the Facebook page. Mm. Um, and so, and, and I, that's just where I stand on. I just don't think it's something that is very productive for us. Um, it's not something I know all the stuff to. Um, so it's not something I know all the, the, uh, the facts of the case on. And so I don't feel super comfortable even talking about that side of it. Um, and that's pretty much it. So that's, that's my feeling on the Brandon Miller thing. I think I will say what disgusted me a lot was both sides. I saw Bama fans saying shit like, we went natty, everyone forgets about this. And it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, no, and, and Vin Diesel makes a valid point. Vin Diesel, he makes a valid point. This isn't the first time we've seen a lack of action by Bama. The Jermaine Burton fiasco was just a few short months ago. And now, listen, those two, those two things have nothing to do with each other. They have nothing to do with each other. And if you remember, just, just to tap, like, pat myself on the back here, like, I, I remember saying on this show, I was like, I, you know, Saban must have a reason. And that was my first reaction. And I was like, you know what? I feel like if this was any other school, I would be going fucking ham on this situation. Okay. And that's not fair or objective or non-biased. So like that's, I immediately changed my attitude. And I, and I was, I was outraged as well by the, by the Jermaine Burton thing. And again, and I've said this a thousand times on the show, as somebody that grew up in a home with domestic violence, I have no tolerance for that. I have zero tolerance for that at all. And I, and I think it's, it's fucking despicable. I think that when you're starting to group things together, because here's the thing, guys, like all of us, we know the least. We all know the least about what happened. Like no one here was there. No one here was inside of the head of Brandon Miller. No one was inside. Like it's so easy for all of us to say, like, I would have done this. Well, you haven't been in that fucking situation. And none of that is saying what he did is okay because it's not. It's not. He'll have to live with that shit for the rest of his fucking life. That's And it's terrible. And again, it like the the but I the shit that I saw with some people that were like we're playing like Arkansas. We had like an Arkansas thing from clutch.com was like clutchsports.com was like, this is Jamea Harris. Today we play for her. And then oh, they God. lose. And it was like, of course we wouldn't win in a shootout with Alabama. They just have that killer instinct we don't have. And then the Jamea Harris thing is deleted. And it's like, if we're gonna have the energy, keep the same fucking energy. Like I just don't, I just I think it's a disservice to like what really happened. And I'm, I'm just, that's all I have to say about it. What do you, I mean, what do you think about it? Uh, I mean, look, uh, this is oftentimes how things play out like this. I think people, mm -hmm. if you're, if you're not a fan of the school, bingo, you're rooting for that person to be a villain. Everyone wants a villain, especially when they're good at the sport. Right. Um, you know, and I, I think, I, I agree. Look, and I'm definitely not a lawyer, definitely not mm -hmm. in law enforcement, but you know, the fact that he was never even charged with anything um, through all of this, and they've already, yeah, by right. at the same time, people have been charged. Like clearly he was not in a great spot, but he did nothing mm -hmm. wrong legally as they right. have found. So no. yeah, I, the, where I agree with you, everything has gone wrong with this is the mm -hmm. way that Bama has handled it. As far as the backlash, agree. horrible, yeah. horrible, and it's embarrassing. It's like I didn't go to school there. Obviously, I'm a, I've been a huge fan there my whole life. Um, it just feels like bad optics. Totally, totally agree with that. And you know, honestly, man, like this kind of shit. Like, 
I like this kind of shit more than anything. I would fucking love to have conversation and open dialogue and discourse over it. Cause I think there's a lot of different points that people are making and like, that are good points, but we don't have that. It's like, there's this inability to have that. I think like even this little back and forth with Ben, I've been like Ben and you've, you've said this on here before. You're a troll. I appreciate you taking this seriously. And like, and, and having like, like an actual, um, like, you know, serious take on it. I, I just have a hard time thinking the absolute worst and all that. I, I just, I just do. And, and I, I'll just say, I'll just say this too. Like, if you ever called me, if you ever called me and was like, Hey man, like I need you to bring my joint. And I was like, I don't have marijuana on me first off. And you were like, no idiot, my gun. I'm like, why did you put a gun in my backseat? Like, it, like if you called me and I was 18 and I, and I, you had a, you left a gun that wasn't registered to me in the backseat of my car. And I'm just going to say this, but if I'm an 18 year old African-American kid and there's a gun in the back of my car, that's not registered to me. You have any kind of fucking trouble that that kind of like shit could put you in. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not driving the gun to you. I would think. I'm probably saying, hey, let me come pick you up. But these are all hypotheticals, and I don't know because I haven't been in that situation. I do know that if I'm in that situation, somebody with a gun in my backseat, the first thing I'm trying to do is get the thing out of my backseat. That's just how I feel. I feel that. Yeah. It's a very serious subject. I appreciate you and your opinions on it, Todd. I appreciate everyone that's like weighed in on it in here because I think it's an important thing to talk about. Um. It's just very tough to talk about it without it being a huge fucking issue where not like that's actually very poor phrasing. It's it's tough to talk about without it being just yelling into the abyss and banging our heads against the wall because people have already had their minds made up. Yeah, isn't that what Twitter.com is like? That's kind of like their motto. I wouldn't know, bro. Uh, only on Sundays. Um, speaking of that, Brandon Walker and you uh, got into it over the weekend. Let's talk about this. I've jot, jot down top five favorite. Oh, I'm sweaty. Um, top five favorite. By the way, see this sweaty armpit? A little foreshadowing into the BYU thing. Oh, so no. gross. It's so gross. I'm so excited to tell you about it. Um, <laughs> so, do you want to tell you now? No. Okay. Uncensored moment of the week. Yeah. Times two. Yeah. Um, no, okay. So, like, off the top of your head, who are your top five favorite Coachwell media people? Oh, uh, wow. For sure. What's that? Uh, Pate's up there for sure. Yeah, definitely Pate. Pate's up there. Um, I like uh, Andy Staples. Oh, okay. I was on. I think he's pretty good. Uh, I like one time. I like um, oh, what's his name? Um, Tom Fornelli from CBS. All those guys on Cover Three Pod, like Danny Cannell when he's not trolling. I like Bud Elliott. He's throwback to Florida State days. Yeah, those are some of the ones I like. Okay, I mean, there's probably more. I just I can't I can't really. We'll do like a whole thing on it later, but um, so Dan Wilkin. Yeah, that, that was like when Chris him and Cole Travis were commenting on the Brandon Miller thing. I was like, let's say these these two motherfuckers came out from like the woods. They just been they disappeared for years. And Dan Wilkins just tweeting like Clay Travis is strictly tweeting about like politics shit. Dan Wilkins strictly tweeting about um about 
uh, tennis. Um, I love James Spivey's answer here. Uh, also, I I like what Jeff Rollins said. Joe Clyde gets a bad rap. I think I think him and Gus Johnson do arguably the best job in color commentary in, in college football. They do a great job. It's a fantastic, yeah. fantastic listen. Um, okay, I, was, I mean, Pate is great. I love I love Josh Pate. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, like I I don't know if I could like. I don't know if I could like whittle down five just from SEC Network because I love PB and and, and Doring. Mm-hmm. I love Tom Hart, but he's not really an analyst. He's just kind of like a, a color. I love Cole. I love Cole Cuba a lot. He's great. Um, that whole team is is a really really good really good team. I think McElroy has grown on me. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just I I don't really have a. I hate his background when he's on TV. It's very poorly lit. His parents went to Florida State. I found out. Sick, dude. Sick. Um, I like. Uh, anyway, those are a couple guys. I. It's no secret um, that I, I don't like Brandon Walker. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that people could do their job better. I, th- I, okay. I think. I think that, like, I think when you choose to do this this job and your entire fucking personality becomes yelling over people and telling them they're wrong for having a different opinion and then when they prove you wrong you block them or or you follow them i guess and then and then start tweeting everything they say to you what what weirds me out more than anything this happens with barcelona in general is the uh the um the minions and shit that come from them like the people the people that just like yeah stories yeah it is so fun. like there were people in my in my DMs, like because I said it on here. I said it on here. I was like I'm giving up Twitter, mm-hmm. and I I don't know how narcissistic you have to be to think that you are the reason why. Like some like like two three tweet back and forth is why I got off Twitter. Yeah. Um, and I you, just, li- I you live for the back and forth. I do live for the back and forth. It was a very small back and forth. Yeah. You know what I've learned? You know what's crazy? And this is gonna sound like the dumbest shit ever to a lot of people on here. What I've really learned in the past couple of weeks, I don't have to read all the comments. I don't, I don't, I can, you know, who honestly was a good, good help on this was Dan was mm-hmm. like, like he was like, Hey man, maybe just don't maybe limit yourself to one comment from people that are, that you don't follow. Not everybody has to have the whole thing. I will say it was also very funny and ironic. And I could say, Oh, Laura Rutledge, that's a good one. Um, I do like Brandon Marcello. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, like I said something like along the lines of like, I'm on here for six more hours. Like anybody can get it until then. <laughs> and then like one of my friends, uh, Lillian texts me and she says like, these, she goes, I just want you to understand. I'm proud of you for getting off Twitter, but also this is hilarious because like, this is objectively funny that this is the, in my algorithm, here's the back to back tweets from you. And it was like, anybody can get it. And the next one's like, I'm taking a break from Twitter for my mental health. <laughs> and like all this other shit. <laughs> So I can see, I mean, it's like, you know, and I'm not always right. I'm definitely right in this situation. I think if you use this, this whole thing with Brandon Miller, especially to paint and like, you know, this like picture and stereotype of fans in general from a certain school, I, I'll just say that I don't know a lot of band fans out here that are like, okay with murder. I don't, I don't. And to tweet shit out, like just so reckless and shitty. Like, like he's just, I mean, he's, what did he tweet? He tweeted out something. He's like, damn fans would let like a, uh, a coach shoot their mom in the face 
and it would be okay as long as they were winning or something along those lines. And I was like, what an absolute piece of shit. And he's like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. Your entire fan base is doing backflips trying to convince themselves this is okay. And it was like, yeah, man, like I don't, I just like, no, they're not. not the whole, the whole famous isn't doing it. And by the way, here's the, here's the thing I want to scream from the fucking mountaintops. Not everyone is allowed to stand on this. Like there, there are very few things that I, I didn't realize that people love to do more than stand on a high horse or sit on a high horse that involves morals. And I right. just, I, I, oh yeah, Willie Gray, you're not wrong about that. Um, also, Jeff Rollins, he said, what's what's taking the place of your Twitter time? Just arguing with people in the Facebook group, apparently. Uh, I got suspended from the Facebook group. <laughs> By who? Until like May. <laughs> My Facebook? Here you go. Your whole fan base defended a, a girl puncher. I literally didn't. I literally said on this show that that wasn't okay. Um, also, I love that you said girl puncher, like the quote from The Office, which is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I don't know. I mean... So I maybe we should have Brandon Walker on the show one day. I don't think that's a good idea for anybody. Like, I mean, we can if good you want brand. to. Set it up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, set it up. It'd be, I, like, if we're going to talk sports, I would love to do that. But I'm not going to sit here and get into a yelling match with somebody that's an ignorant piece of shit that just wants to be mad all the time. But that's what he is. He's just an angry asshole. And, like, that's coming from me, guys. Think about that. Uh, so I got I got suspended from the Facebook group because somebody reported me because he um he made a comment that uh uh he is Marler times a billion. Um did you see okay, we gotta talk about like some of the bets that I have to get into. Okay. Have you seen them? Is this the text that you sent? Yeah, and you uh, didn't late. You were texting me at weird hours over the weekend. Uh, my sleep cycle fucking blows still. Um <laughs> Uh okay, well this was on Saturday at 4 30, so not bad. PM or AM? PM. Oh yeah. Yeah, it looks like you cleaned up. I didn't, but <laughs> other people could have. I um so if, if you guys haven't, like this is like one of our new sponsors too, is uh it's called Underdog Fantasy. If you guys have not heard about Underdog Fantasy, it's a lot of fun. Um, definitely something I would recommend getting and downloading. Uh it's a really super simple app. Um, all it is is over-unders, it's just high and low, like yeah. Will this player go over this or under this? And you have to um, parlay at least what three or two? Two. They have to be for yeah. different teams, though. Yeah. So I did here. I got here on Friday night. Took my meds. Did a little deep dive. Sat oh, here did some research, and I was fucking in the zone. Now, one thing I say he was in his bag, y'all. In his bag. You know what sucks about college basketball is Everything. they don't fucking. Yeah. Well, I mean, for you, it does for sure. <laughs> yeah. They don't. Um they don't release the lines until like the day of or like, or like super late the night before. So it's like not something you can like research a bunch in advance because you don't know what the lines are. So an underdog right. does, it's like, it's just prop bets, right? So it's like, Hey, do you think I'm trying to think of the ones from this weekend um, for the Arkansas Bama game? It's like, do you think Brandon Miller have over, I think it was one, one and a half. half this. Yeah. And I missed that one. Um, 19 and a half points like what and, and they'll do it for all these different people like and i hit along with the actual bets i hit like 10 or 12 what is it what was the sheet this these were your underdogs there were there was it was a mix of both okay you had mizzou money line got that mizzou minus two second half 
nailed that. They won by like fucking 30 in the second half. Mizzou over 78 points, team total. Yep, Georgia has been giving up a ton of points. <laughs> Hodge over two and a half three-pointers. He had three in the first half. Terry Roberts under 12 and a half points. This motherfucker, he had nothing. <laughs> he had like four. He was terrible. I, I thought that was a joke when I saw the line. I was like, okay. Terry Roberts under 20 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Not Total. even close again. He's under 15. Arkansas plus eight and a half. Got that. Bama minus four second half. Got that. They put up like 60, put up 58 points too. I tried to find the I tried to find the team total in the second half and I couldn't find it. Sears over 12 and a half points. He that was close. But he got it. He got it. I got Miller very because he started fouling late in that game. Miller over and a half, over one and a half assists. You got wrong. Anthony it's Black zero. over four assists. You got wrong. He had two, yeah. And then you got three more player props props, right? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's, so it's, it's a lot of fun too. And all I say also is like check out the videos. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, obviously with like, you know, college basketball coming into like March Madness, we'll have a ton of fun stuff like that. You guys, I think we'll have a blast doing now. I've also been like seamless transition. I've, I've been looking into combine stuff like bets and it's apparently uh-huh. people aren't really betting on that, which kind of, I feel like is like, I would, I wish that we, I wish we had enough money invested into this pod that we could like just fucking roll up to Indianapolis and just be like, I mean, like a dog track. I mean, just like you think he's gonna go under under yeah. four six or over four six, like like nonstop. Because walk, like walk in with briefcases. Yeah, <laughs> it's just cash suits just going back and forth to each other. Yeah, I think we could sneak in. We could get in there, but yeah. we'd have to pay to get up there, which is uh, tough. Anyway, so there's a lot of like um, NFL draft bets, and I think that and like there's like rumors that have come out, and we'll get into the combine stuff now, but it's like. So if you were Willie Gray, listen to me on this. If you're going to put a bet down on, on a best or first off our first defensive player taken in the draft, Jalen Carter right now is like minus one Oh five. Hammer that hammer that. I don't know. Cause what if they trade the pick? He's still going to be the first player taken. No, no one's on defense. Him. No one's trade. Oh, first player on defense. Yeah. I thought you said first overall pick. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah. drove up there. Um. Okay, I like that, and we'll we'll do the. Remember, we we do the NFL draft uh, pod fun. every year. So that's yeah. that's a lot of fun. I I love the combine. <clears throat> really, I I don't watch it. What? What, what do you? I mean, just the dudes like running around. Okay, I don't care. How this underwear. Sounds. I thought about this earlier, and I don't. I just don't care how this sounds. <laughs> I'm a big fan of of like. The male physique when it's like, oh when it's like what are you talking about just listen to what i'm saying just listen to what i'm saying i'm obviously a heterosexual male okay it'd what be I'm fine if you weren't just seeing jackass these are the pinnacle athletes in their profession like okay. they, and they're they're just like hey it's like hey go out here and okay and it's also funny because they'll put fat people out there in like a pair of underwear and and like you'll just <laughs> it's like, like Seeing a bunch of like ripped dudes run the forty and be on be on like display to just be athletes is awesome. Like, just, just I just I'm not I'm not helping myself. No, no. there's nothing I'm saying. I don't know. Okay, so what do you want to talk about about the combine? I mean, what do you want to talk about, Tyler? I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, what are you I kind of want to talk. Most excited about who am I most excited about for the combine? And what? Besides well, the it kind of feels like some of these top players are saying, "Fuck it, I'm not, I'm not going to the combine." Who's not going? 
Bryce Young? He's going. He's just not he's not performing. Okay. It's because he hasn't been taking his hymns. Jalen Carter. If you're having yeah. a hard time performing, make sure you take hymns. We can't be giving up. I'm interested. I'm interested to see some of these guys like Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, who kind of struggled with um accuracy. Nope. The game itself. Because obviously they're both great athletes. Um I'd like to see both those guys how they throw in the combine. I think that'll be interesting to watch uh, because I think it's clear that Stroud and Bryce Young are the top two right now. But like yeah. if Richardson, everyone's infatuated with Richardson's like everything but his accuracy, which is not something that I feel like you can really teach somebody. So he's a wild card. But if he shows that he's improved it, which is doubtful, but if he does, I mean, yeah. he may end up going higher than one of those guys. I remember. Will Ogburn, who's one of the co-hosts of the other show, he said this one time about Bo Nix his freshman year, and this is how I feel about Anthony Richardson. He said, there's five things that happen, or ten times in a game things happen with Bo Nix where he does five things that you're like, holy shit, I don't – like there's a few – there's like hardly anybody that, that can do that on a football field. And then there's five other things that he does, and you're like, what the fuck are you thinking about? Like why would you do that? And that's Anthony Richardson. Mm -hmm. I so I'm very much opposed to Anthony Richardson. I don't care if Bryce. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'd draft him. I wouldn't be happy if the Falcons drafted him. Personally, if I was drafting, and I had to have a quarterback, then this is going to shock a lot of people. My first overall pick, I would take C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I would take him over Bryce. I would. Now, what I hate about this shit, and I, if you look back at the tape. Because we talked about this last year. I think I was in this home last year. Because I'm, I'm up here dogs at my buddy Jeff's. Um, this is like when the first stuff about Will Levis started coming out. Like, you know, he's going to be a, he could be a first round pick. And everyone's like, what? Like, the a first huh? round pick. And then, and then I, I remember saying to you on here, I was like, and I've said it a thousand times since then, he will have a better combine. He will look better than everyone else that he's there, especially in like, you know, the underwear Olympics and like him throwing the football, he will throw it like, you know, he, he is a, he's a better release than anyone else in this class. He doesn't have the better arm than anyone. I think Anthony Richardson probably has the best arm in terms of like how far you can throw the ball. Um, but I just don't understand how, like, like, and this is like, this is PFFs like fucking Christmas. Because, oh. because everything is based off of nothing. Like, like these, these people are going to go in here and they're going to be like, yeah, man, like, like, like he, he had like a, in 15 plus yard. Th what is wrong with your face right now? What's going on? I'm listening to you. Oh, it's like 15 <laughs> plus yard throws to the boundary when the precipitation humidity was over 38%. Anthony Richardson led all power five quarterbacks in the state of Florida. And you're like, what the Yo, fuck? Yeah. Hey, is that a Mad Lib? And then like. They'll show like like I think he they said last week they're like Will Levis threw twenty three interceptions in two years at Kentucky. Here's seven of them, and they're showing them, and they're all tipped, right? Oh uh, yeah. And so the whole thing is like them trying to prove like, see, like these weren't even his fault. And the first two out of the fucking gate, he's he's like way behind him when he should have thrown the football. It's it's way behind his receiver. Um, no, I doubt Hendon Hooker's gonna be there. He tore his ACL. He well, his rehab's coming along pretty well. I I, I love Hendon Hooker. I think he's a great. A great uh I don't know about LeBron's stats. I'm not getting into LeBron tonight. Um, but I think I think that like I, I have a hard time why like looking at Will Levis and Anthony Richardson's numbers and then being like, oh, here's very factual information on like 
on what they did on a football field in the best conference in the country. Couldn't be less impressive. There was <laughs> there was somebody that pointed out the fact that we're like, because I, 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 I saw the stat about like the, the 23 picks, and I was like, all right, if you take away those seven, that's 16. That's still one more than Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker, and C.J. Stroud had combined this season. I, like, And somebody was like, yeah, well, look at those offensive lines compared to these. Will Levis had three offensive linemen drafted a year ago, and he also had the best receiver they've had in, in program history of like the 21st century, like since, since Craig East with, with Wandell. I just love Wandell. Love Wandell. Love Wondell. I think Anthony Richardson's a great quarterback. I just, this is the time of year where you see some fucking moron in the front, in the, you know, a GM is going to be like, man, you, I tell you what, here's the best example. Somebody said it earlier. Who's, who's going to be, um, who's the one that was fucking his mom's friends? What was his name? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Who's going to be Zach Wilson 2.0? Do you remember when that throw came out? Do you remember <laughs> when the throw came out? Do you remember what we said on here on the podcast when that throw came out? No. I was dying. I went back and listened to it like last week because, He's like obviously a bust now. Everyone's considering. Yeah. I remember when the throw happened, I remember cracking up because I was like, that dude just might've become the number one overall pick. And he ended up going number two. And, and it was like this rollout where he's like across his body or some shit. And just, I mean, it's a fucking yeah. dime. And me and you were cracking up because it was like, he just made himself millions of dollars off one throw. Like yeah. it's one throw. And then I remember saying like, that's so fucking stupid. But it is the best throw I've ever seen. It like it's, it's, like, it's legitimately the best throw I think I've ever seen a quarterback make. Yeah, but that's Anthony can't. Richardson for sure. Yeah, he makes some of the best and worst throws you've ever seen. I mean, and you've watched him probably a decent amount. Like, yeah, dude, he was amazing in the Florida State game, and then all of a sudden he wasn't. Like, it was just literally in the same game. It was two different yeah. guys. It was kind of crazy. <clears throat> um, all right. Well, let's touch on this quick. We've talked about this enough, but um, so everyone kind of knows that obviously the Big Ten yeah. and the SEC are pulling away from everyone when it comes to TV deals. Right. Um, but and obviously Florida State and Clemson have been rumored to jump to a different conference, you know, the next time there's expansion. Well, on Friday, Florida State's uh, AD came out, Michael Alford, and uh, he told the Board of Trustees at Florida State that we're basically in danger of being lapped financially yeah. by competitors in other conferences. Um, he shared that the big 10 schools and this new deal are going to receive about $80 million each year from their television contracts. And the right. sec schools will get about 72 million until they get their new deal. Right now, when you throw everything for the ACC in, every school receives, receives $42 million. So you're already $30 million behind your competitors every single year. Right. Um, and he went on to say, look, Florida state generates, uh, almost 15% of the overall revenue that comes into the ACC through media contracts, but because they have to evenly distribute across the ACC, they only get 7% of the distribution. And so he basically like is arguing publicly now that, um, it is impossible for Florida state to compete in the future being in the ACC. Yeah. So. I just thought it was uh, uh, <clears throat> an interesting note because, of course, you can do your due diligence in the background, but this is a power play that you would only make, I feel, if you know you have something in hand, like yeah. an invite to a different conference. Um, the cost is $120 million to leave the ACC, plus 
you have to forfeit every piece of revenue that you generate until 2036 to the yeah. ACC. So it's a very ironclad grant of rights. But I just so good at this. It's just interesting because you know ESPN owns the SEC contract and the ACC right. contract. So you would think maybe if they they feel that the ACC is in a bit of trouble, they could shuffle some things to make things better for themselves. I think within the next five years, Florida State is going to be in the SEC. Yeah, I don't think that's in. I don't think that's in question at this point. That's just crazy, man. I, I just, I just. It's kind of long overdue at this point. You, think, I kind of. Think. Yeah, I mean this. This is. It's been a natural fit. Florida State in the ACC. Let's. And if you're new to college football or you just kind of have a, a bad memory, the last few years have been awful for Florida State. Yes, but even with our worst games, our worst years, our games when they're on national TV get the the most eyeballs almost out of any program in the country even when we're at our worst so but when did that happen oh that's always happened baby you know shut the fuck up them knows boy see it was gonna be funny i tell you what the nightmare for me in this entire scenario is bama taking like a back seat to florida state (laughs) in the sec too yeah we've done this podcast for five years and i hope we do it for another 50 but like um it is like there's like besides the, the, the first year we did it was 2017, right? Yeah, that was and yeah, that, that was like the year Florida State and Clemson played. Right, I'll never forget the first episode we ever did. You came over to the house and Allie was staying in yeah. town from uh from uh, California for like the weekend, and I was like, hey, just stay in here in the bedroom. Like me and Kyle are gonna go record, blah blah blah. And like she like texts me, she's like, how much fucking longer is this gonna be? I'm like, we're only recording for like an hour. I look at you and you go. We've been recording for like two and a half hours. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? Dude, we had, I'd love to go back and listen to that first recording because it's probably so bad. It's, dude, I, I still, I've gone, I've went back and listened to the one where uh, Ashley broke in. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long uh, okay, time ago. No, so here's one thing that I will give you credit for you guys had from 1990 to 1999. This is when I hated y'all. Yeah. Never had more than two losses in a season. Um, you had one, two, three. I mean, you had 10 wins every year. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to add it up. Real quick. 14 yeah. straight years of finishing in the top four, I believe. Which was oh, nice. Um, was hold on. Nice. Let me add uh, four, six, nine. Nice. Nine and four is what? 13, right? 13, 21, yeah. 32, 44, 54, 64. 75, 86, 97, 109 and 14, 109 and 13 in the 90s. That'll work. I hated y'all then. Y'all are so that'll fun. work. Well, I didn't play anybody. No. You know how many bowl games y'all lost? You know how many bowl games you guys lost from 1985 to 1995? Or we how about this? You have any bowl games you guys lost from 1985 to 2000 or to, to like the 99 season the year you guys won the Natty? No. Two. They're like people, people that have lived in this world, and I said the same thing. Um, oh, thanks, Harry. We appreciate that, dude. Good to see you, good to see you again, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben Diesel. <laughs> You can't see it in my eyes. I'm just... I know. I, I know. I know what you listen. I know what winning does to everyone. We saw what Georgia fans. Hey, listen, listen. You know what though? I am kind of sad about 
is it seems like because of all this expansion and all the schedules changing yeah. that both the Florida State Georgia and Florida State Bama series are going to get canceled. Oh no. That would have been so fun cuz they were on both the campuses. It wasn't neutral site. I hate the neutral site bullshit. It sucks. Like who wants yeah. next year Florida State LSU is in Orlando. That's stupid. like how much cooler would that be if it was in Tallahassee? That would be so yes, fun. I love that, that LSU fans think that that's a shoe. Like that's a lock for them somehow. LSU fans. They thought like, it LSU. last year. Let them think it, dude. They still think they won that game. They got dominated for like three and a half quarters. And LSU fans. Now I'll tell you this: LSU fans going into this, and I love Mickey Sheremy, and I love my dudes from Baton Rouge, all that stuff. And I love going. I went there for my birthday last year. I love right. LSU. But this is the early favorite for delusional fan base of the year. Oh, yeah. LSU, they're they're fired up for next season. Like, my favorite thing was there's this kid who runs his account called uh, Elite College Football Talk, ECT. It's in, like, neon green letters. And he seems like a good kid. You remember the kid? Remember the story that came out where a kid went to um, – he went to SEC spring meetings in Destin in June – and snuck in and asked Nick Saban, he says, I'll pay you $5,000 if you come back to LSU. <laughs> that was this kid. He's like, he was like fucking 17. So, so he's like messaging me because he follows me on, on uh, you know, on whatever. And he's like trying to tell me, he goes, dude, if you guys get Tommy Reese, it's over for the Saban era. And I was like, oh yeah, why is oh, that? He was like, because Brian Kelly already knows everything he's going to call. And I was like, yeah. Totally. <laughs> like, yeah. um, anyway, anyway. And I'm no, sure I, Tommy Reese has no idea what Brian Kelly would call either. Dude, to help why, would out. Ever, dude? why would that ever be in favor of Alabama? Right. Ask yourself that, you dumb bitch. <laughs> um, all right. Real quick. Uh, yeah. Let's get into the two unassisted moments of the week. We've got two of them. Hold on. I think we should start with the uh, the song. Okay. So I don't know the name of it. Hold on. For um, those of you, while we wait for Chris to pull this up, I don't know where it's at. What's the name of the song? I have I no Willie, idea. I Willie Gray's been listening to all week in his fucking Camaro. Willie, what's the song? I'm just giving you shit, Willie. I love you. Oh, should uh, I tell you why I got suspended, by the way? SEC TikTok. That could be unsensitive moment of the week for number one. Uh, uh, you, you tell that story. I'm going to find this video. Don't you Somebody, worry. I posted the pics and that, I, that we were talking about earlier um, in the Facebook group that I want everyone to realize that I created for the podcast that I used to be on with Connor. Um, and I was just dying at this because I will say I've had a very real, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like epiphany that like, cause I had a bunch of people comment on this. Like three people have messaged me about this recently. Like the stuff that people think is okay to say to you on the internet is kind of wild, like over sports. Like that, we're not talking about sports, right? Like it's like, hey, you don't think our offensive coordinator's good? Hope your whole family dies. Hope your family dies. I'm glad <laughs> you don't get to see your dogs anymore. And you're like, wow, okay. <laughs> so this just guy, an opinion, man. I could be wrong. I, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, like my favorite ever, and I'm I might just call out the guy's name to be honest. Fuck nah, it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. West Madaris sent me a text, <laughs> and he said, um, he said some shit about how. Uh, it was like, I was like something about like, he was like posted something about how he's like, he was doing deadlifts. And I was like, he's like, there's no better feeling than setting the PR. And I was like, I was like, dude, you should try sex. It's crazy good. Ha ha. And he's like, yeah, too bad. Like I like to go home and have sex with my wife after, 
after a PR, something you'll never get to experience, like referencing Allie. And I was like, wow. Mm. So what I was doing was talking about a very simple joke. And what you thought was necessary was to bring up like the lowest point of my life because, <laughs> because, of, because of what? Because of fucking sports for a team you don't play for? The shit that people say is like, it's mind blowing to me. Yeah. So this guy said this, all this shit about how, I don't know how you have a job. Like he's like, stop posting shit. No one's listening. No one's, no one's, uh, thanks for the content, bruh. And I was like, okay. I thought he was kidding. And he's like, nobody listens to your shit. And I was like, please don't tell my boss that. Cause he's still paying a salary. And it was just like nonstop. So finally I just responded. And I was like, I'll be honest, dude, you kind of sound like a real bitch right now. And just bam, <laughs> suspended until like May. Like, like can't say anything in the Facebook group until Damn. like after my fucking thirty seventh birthday. <laughs> Damn, that's cold, man. Yeah. Uh, well, I. This is not good. I can't find the video. How can you not find the song? Hold on, I, I know somebody. I know somebody sent to me. You want you want me to tell the BYU thing real quick? Yes. No, tell we, that story. Should be the last. Um, people, just do the BYU story. Let's do it. Let's end the show with that. I got it. I got it. Here it is. Oh, that dude. That is that Carlo Malice or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that guy is so funny. This is. When she said, roll tide, go Vols, SEC. Yeah, that's just, that's that's the thought of every, like, Big Ten fan. They're like, that. Hey, that's exactly yeah. what it's like down there. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. how everyone is, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I told you those people are crazy, y'all. It, like, yeah. it is the worst song I've heard maybe ever. And then, so what's funny is we were talking about talking about this on the actual um, show, and then I got, a, like, a notification for it, and it was like, it, like whoever whoever the site was, I forgot. I should have written it down. It was like Nashville something, and it was like, "You better believe I'll know the lyrics of this song by the end of the day." And I was like, "You better believe, you better get a new fucking hobby, bro, because that isn't that is awful." Um, its song is awful. Its song is awful. Let me tell you what's even worse though. The uncensored moment of the week, brought to you by our good friends at BYU. Now listen, not all of us have had sex before. And that's, you know, that's no fair. one's rushing anyone into it. I waited until I was 33. That's not real. But I understand Mormons aren't rushing to have sex. But when they do, they are rushing to find as many people to do it with as possible for whatever reason. That being said, a scandal broke out at BYU this week. Okay. And I I, I, I have not heard this yet, so okay. this is going to be my first time hearing this story. It's not really a scandal as much as a new phrase that was brought up. Now, you've heard of soaking, like, right? Yeah, we've heard of soaking. Okay, so if those of you who are unfamiliar with soaking, let me just let me go ahead and tell you what soaking is. Soaking is when a male puts his penis... Okay, what? We, what? we can't be doing this. Why? All right, go. Soaking is like you, the guy is inside of a woman and he just sits there. And they're like, well, this weather is crazy, right? Or like whatever, whatever. <laughs> Bagpiping, because like soaking, there's no movement. It's just, I'm assuming, very close eye contact, and 
and some guttural noises. I don't know. Bagpiping. Let me just say this is the penis. Okay. They put it in between the girl's arm, like in her armpit. And the moisture they use <laughs> as like a thrust. This can't be real. I swear to God. This is real. <laughs> so there was these students that got in trouble for something called bagpiping, which I don't like. Can I, you imagine if you walked in on someone doing like bagpiping? And they were over the age of like 13. You're like, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Leviticus or whatever the fucking Mormon names are. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you Leviticus, doing? Leviticus, right dude. What? I don't know. And, and he was like, Shh, not now, dude. We're bagpiping. Like, like uh, if you're the RA in that dorm, and then you have to explain not only explain sex, but also how bagpipes work. That's insane. Like, that's a tough Thursday. Hmm. Like, I got a fucking test tomorrow. Like, what are we doing? Like, come on, man. Get your penis out of her armpit. I don't ever want to talk about this again. Okay. I'm going to be honest. That was so good. Go Cougs. All right. Well, James Spivey, I think, has ended the in the show for us here. He said, all right, fellas, it's been real. I'm going to go bagpipe the old lady. He's probably not kidding. But uh, No, but this has been fun. Obviously, yeah, we'll man. get into the combine this week. We'll be able to talk about that a little bit next week, uh, plus the start of spring practice. So we look yeah. forward to it. I can't wait to talk shit to smell SU fans in the offseason. That's what I'm going to do. Smell SU fans. That's what they call BYU co-eds. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We will talk to you next week. All right, bye, guys. Peace.